bit. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Wiser Financial Advisor Show with Josh Nelson, where we get real, we get honest, and we get clear about the financial world and your money. This is Josh Nelson, a certified financial planner and founder and CEO of Keystone Financial Services. We love feedback, and we'd love it if you would pass it on to me directly at josh at keystonefinancial.com. Also, please stay plugged in with us, get updates on episodes, and help us promote the podcast. And also, subscribing to us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast service. Let the financial fun begin. the core principles and the purpose really of the Wiser Financial Advisor is it's not wisdom because of me necessarily. It's wisdom that we're trying to learn from other people and learn from each other, of course. But there are a lot of experts and people that have walked out there before us, in some cases, thousands of years ago. Oftentimes, the financial principles that we follow are not ones that have changed a whole lot. Really, a lot of them are just kind of immutable laws that we need to be paying attention to and not trying to kind of go off and do our own thing. If we go off and do our own thing, that means that we're trying to do it by trial and error. And of course, that'll work eventually, but you know, it could cost you a lot of money and it could cost you a lot of time. So really what we're trying to do here is acquire wisdom. In the book of Proverbs, it talks about that, that acquiring wisdom or seeking wisdom is actually the wisest thing that we can do. And really, that's the point of the wiser financial advisor. Recently, I got to participate in a virtual finance conference. There were a lot of great speakers, and one of them was Ray Dalio, who is the manager of Bridgewater Capital. Bridgewater Capital is the largest hedge fund in the world, largest investment portfolio, in other words, that's being managed out there. And somebody that needs to be paid attention to, number one, because he's old, you know, he's he's up there, he's been doing this for decades, and actually he reportedly has an investment track record that beats Warren Buffett's over time. And so it's somebody to pay attention to. Uh, second thing is that he is somebody who doesn't just pay attention to investments. He's also somebody who pays a lot of attention to the economy and has a lot of good thoughts out there. Uh, feel free to go out and follow Ray. I, I think that would be important for anybody who really wants to educate themselves on the markets, on direction of economy and so forth. So one thing that Ray said, though, is that cash is trash. And he also said cash is trash about a year ago when I heard him speak. And what Ray means by this is that cash is trash to the extent that interest rates now, at least in the United States, and really in most developed countries in the world, interest rates are near zero. In some cases, interest rates are even negative. Um, in some countries, that is the case. But the whole point of cash is trash is that if you leave your money in cash and it's not earning any interest and there's inflation, which there almost always is, by the way, there have been very few times historically that we've had any kind of prolonged deflation, which means that our money is worth more by not spending it. In other words, if we hang on to it, it gets to be worth more and purchase more tomorrow. Inflation means just the opposite. If we're hanging on to cash, that means that our dollars in our pocket are actually worth less over time. And right now, I think it's important to think about this. And, and Ray made this point is that right now, the consumer price index or core CPI, that's what the government reports as far as inflation numbers. The thing is, is that that doesn't include a lot of stuff that doesn't include gas. It doesn't include food. It doesn't include 
wood doesn't include housing, things that have gone up in price a little or a lot recently. I think for any of you who are spending money on any of those things, which is all of us, of course, you have noticed that those prices have gone up a lot and probably a lot more than reported inflation, which means that the dollars in our pocket literal cash, or it could be money that's sitting in the bank. It really doesn't matter right now with uh, money in the bank earning close to zero. It's all going to basically have the same effect as that our dollars are worth less every day, really by not spending them. Is that by design? Well, yes, in a lot of ways, that's by design because really the government would love it if we went out and spent money. That's about 70% of the economy is just consumer spending. You and I spending money on stuff. If we've got dollars that we're hanging on to and we know that they're worth less and less by not spending them or investing them, then we're probably going to go out and do that. And that's what's happening. A lot of people are taking those dollars, going out and spending them. But what it's also doing is it's driving prices up further. One thing to keep in mind as far as Ray's comment there, as far as cash is trash, let's think about a couple different principles. One of those is that cash is not trash when it comes to your emergency fund. I always will give people a range typically of three to six months worth of living expenses that they should keep in cash at any given time. Now, why would you do that when it's actually losing value? Because if you don't have cash, when there's an emergency, you've got a real problem because either you can't pay for the emergency or you've got to go out and borrow the money, which is even worse because now not only are dollars worth less over time, but now we're paying interest on those dollars to somebody else and having to pay that off over time, that could be a real problem. So we do want to keep three to six months worth of living expenses in cash. Maybe you'd trim back on that. If you're six months worth of living expenses in cash or more than that, maybe you're starting to trim back on that and do something with those dollars. Now, what to do with those dollars? I would go principle number two, pay off your debt. There's no reason to keep money in cash right now if you've got debt. Pay your stuff off, even your mortgage. Really think about it. Even if you've got a 2.5% mortgage, very, very low interest rate, you're still going backwards because your cash is earning nothing. And in fact, it's probably earning uh, less than nothing because of inflation. So keep that in mind is that paying off debt right now could be a good way and a good conservative way to kind of take that money out of cash and do something with it. And then number three, let's say we've taken care of our debts and then we've also got enough cash for emergencies. Now cash probably really is trash at that level. And that's really Ray's point is that taking that money, investing it in something that has some chance of beating inflation is probably a good thing right now. So it's important to think about when it comes to investing that sometimes we get tunnel vision and we get that because of our emotions. Sometimes fear and greed can take over. In the world of investing, fear kind of sets in when things have gone down in price and things don't seem like they're going very well in a particular area or maybe even in the overall economy. Think of spring of 2020, for example. The stock market had dropped over 30% in value. And really, when you think about it, we were doing something that we had never done before, just shutting down the global economy. And so there was extreme fear that had set in. On the opposite side is greed, and greed really is kind of not wanting to miss out, right? It's that fear of missing out. And so greed kind of sets in when prices have gone up a lot, and a lot of people are making money in a particular area, especially think of Bitcoin or Tesla or something like that. And so it's important to not get sucked into those emotions. How do we do that? want to work with a financial professional. In most cases, you want to work with a registered investment advisor, a fiduciary, somebody who's on your side of the table and really is paying, you're paying them to give you advice that's in your best interest. The other thing to think about is that when it comes to 
deciding where to invest your money, it's important to think about risk. And it's also important to think about it in terms of an entire portfolio and not just a particular investment. Oftentimes, I think people kind of look at individual investments and they don't want to miss out. So they go buy Tesla or Bitcoin or something like that. Or on the opposite side, they might own some investments that aren't doing very well, and so they want to sell those. It's important to think in terms of a diversified portfolio, meaning that you've got your eggs in lots of different baskets. And number two, thinking about asset allocation. Asset allocation is our jargon in the financial world for taking your money and putting it in different asset categories, not just putting our eggs in different baskets, but making sure that those are really areas that are not going to be correlated exactly to each other. So what I mean by that is a portfolio might be made up of, say, five different asset classes or more in a lot of cases. But you know, five kind of makes sense in a lot of cases to make sure that we've got some different areas covered. So it could be things like stocks, bonds, non-US stocks, could be different currencies, also could be commodities, gold, things like that, that could be completely different from each other in the sense that we're trying to build a portfolio that the things don't all move together. And we're getting exposure to lots of different areas that actually could make money and lose money at different times. Really having asset allocation can dramatically reduce your overall risk because you've got those different areas covered. So thinking about asset allocation, diversification, and thinking in terms of really an overall plan when it comes to financial planning, really, that means we're talking about our goals. What are we trying to accomplish here? In most cases, we're trying to produce income at some point in time. It could be income to pay for college. It could be income to pay for retirement for somebody who is financially independent. It could be their cash flow. In other words, that would cover their income for the rest of their life. So really, at the end of the day, we're trying to produce cash in the future, income in the future. And so really building a portfolio that is designed around that is really, really important. And that's why we always do recommend that you work with a financial professional, especially somebody who's a fiduciary that's paid to give you advice that's in your best interest. Really, it's their job to give you objective advice that will help you stay out of that fear and greed cycle. Again, cash is trash. Uh, absolutely. I would agree with that for the long term. But remember to keep your money in savings for your emergencies or any upcoming expenses that you've got three to six months worth of living expenses. Number two, if you've got extra cash, pay off debt. There's no reason to keep debt right now because any kind of debt is going to be charging you some kind of interest. And with you earning zero on your savings or checking right now, that is going to make more sense than just holding it in cash. And number three, taking that money, doing something thoughtful with it. And overall, again, the government is encouraging us to do that by keeping rates so low and by inflating the economy. It's really kind of pushing everybody to do stuff with the money. And people are doing that. Just make sure that you're not keeping excess cash because that cash truly is trash. And I agree with Ray on that. So with that, I hope that was helpful today. Be thinking about that. Be thinking about ideas that relate to these different areas and certainly pass it on to anybody else that would find that helpful. The other thing to think about is that we are growing and we certainly appreciate that. I think we're growing because people want to learn. This is important stuff. And it's also important because it's not just me. We're basically using ideas from other professionals, from other people that walked before us and people that really have a lot of wisdom that they can impart. We want to learn from them, use that in our own financial planning. So uh, make sure that you're promoting us. Uh, if you like what we're doing, definitely write us a review and subscribe to us on either Spotify, Apple, or whatever your favorite podcast service is. With that, I hope you have a wonderful week and God bless. 
The opinions voiced in the Wiser Financial Advisor Show with host Josh Nelson are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advisory services offered through Keystone Financial Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor.